adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. And we're back for episode 16 of the No Snooze Podcast. Dave, how the hell are you? Listen, man, I am, I told my wife before we we recorded, I'm bringing positive energy to this podcast right now. Not that we always don't, but just like you're saying, there's so many things that are against us right now. Um, So I am committed to being on another level today, kid. You with me? Are we talking like you're going to be cheerleader, Dave? Like fired yes. up? Listen, I'm I'm fired up. No, just in my head, really. Uh, but but I need that I need that same output um, just from myself because if not, then you know the the brain yeah. starts working, you start going crazy. Yeah, I guess the positive is that it's starting to click. All the stuff is starting to get into stride, like we said last week. Yep. Uh, so that's positive. The other positive thing is I have more time. So that I can dive into things like Tom Ford, who said that apparently the last episode, my jaw was not very pronounced. So I'm trying to go with a little <laughs> stubble here. It's a little dirty. I like it. No, I think I, like I need it. to get it to this. See how it's two different yep. shades? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It drives but me crazy. Let it go for a little bit, though. Let it let it get past the itchy phase, and it'll come in. Nice. We were just speaking about mentors. Maybe I need a new ba- beard mentor. What Listen, do I, I need to do? I know Start. Listen, starting my journey in the mm-hmm. beard world what do i need to know how how do can i progress quickly do i need to trim how do i make it thicker so to make it thicker i don't know i really think that that is a genetic thing uh but it's right from the start you, you want to make sure that you are hydrated that um and not just from water but your your hair is actually hydrated so find a nice product um uh, that you can just lather on nicely if it's a balm or an oil depends on what you choose um, I actually happen to use Tea's Magic Leaf, and this is, you know, not the no snooze recommendation right now, but it's an actual thing, and it happens to be uh, my sister-in-law's uh, company with her cousin. Um, but it's a great, great startup. It has a little uh, CBD in it, uh, but it's it's worked wonders for me. That or um, or coconut oil is key. Coconut oil, yeah. yeah I, but I just don't go we'll go around glistening everywhere. I'm going to steal some of Dana's stuff she rubs on her stomach to <laughs> make a nice soup baby soft. Good. Um, all right, man. So Epi 16, welcome back. Let's get it. Talk to me, Mikey, about the PodBod update and your routine. So this week is good. I've been on a roll. Uh, I've been getting up at 445, although I've been posting at like 520, 530. Oh. Yeah, I've been sitting down hitting some comments on the 5 a.m. club hashtag, yep. trying to get those followers up, making yep. a coffee or drinking the, the blue drink. I'm at the end of my rope with the blue drink. It's absolutely awful. I can't get really? through it. I don't want to say the name because I don't want to get get us sued, but it's just it's not working for me anymore, so I'm going to switch back to Ghost. That's a positive okay. one. I like that All a lot. Right. Um, but the push-ups, getting back into it, a lot of walks. Diet is lagging behind, but not terrible. What about are you? You look a little. I'm not gonna lie. You look a little thick today. Yeah, man. I, I feel I feel a little thick, but I'm uh, 
Uh, Are your I'm legs looking... just super skinny from all the Peloton, <laughs> your upper body? No, just... look, man, I'm, I'm just getting tight. I'm getting tight, kid. That's what it's about these days. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm hitting that Peli, as, as you see. Still staying strong with the 20 miles a day. Um, trying to get a core workout in, some light dumbbells, and then obviously some push-ups. Uh, but that's all I got for now. So, you know, it's taking advantage of that. Uh, the routine has to stay, though, on point for me. Because if not, then I think the whole rest of my day just like slowly deteriorates. So even on like a, a day where I'm supposed to be resting, I do what's called like an active rest where I'm taking a nice like, you know, leisure 20 mile ride. Um, no, very low impact. Uh, but it, it's been awesome, man. And then right around lunchtime, you know, the wife and I get out for a two mile walk. Uh, so it's been, you know, it, it's definitely been different. But now this is becoming the new routine. And you know what? It really can always be worse. And I'm not just saying that. I genuinely mean that. This is a, um, you know, a tough time right now. So it's it's just, you know, I'm I'm really grateful to not have anybody in my family have this sickness right now, um, or you know, anybody who's extremely close to me who, you know, is suffering from it. We know people who obviously have it, um, but they're not suffering. So that's good. And on the Pelly, are you crushing classes? Like, are you competing with people? Yeah, well, it's tough, man, because I look at that leaderboard and it's bad because not only do you see everybody else, the toughest part for me is it gives you your personal um, PR, Ranking. which is like your, your record. So if I'm taking a 25-minute class, it'll tell me that my PR from the previous 25-minute class was, you know, an output of 110. So you constantly see that. Uh, so it's good to be competitive, but it's not good for me because then every single ride will be a high impact. Well, is there like someone that you see that you're trying to chase, like Bull Mama for push-ups? Is there someone on there that's... Oh, yeah. Well, there's... there's Shout 20, them 000. out. Let's call yeah, them out. No, 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 no. There's not just, not just one person. It's like 20,000 people that are in the class. So but you, maybe you we should call out one person that you're going to catch. Yeah, well, listen. Thick Nasty has yet to invite me to a class. Wow. Phil. So if he wants to invite me, he knows where to find me. I am at Dave Regina on the Pelly. Um, I've been battling. Oh, I have been battling my uh, my regular spin instructor, Adolfo. Uh, mm. But Adolfo, I'm giving you the business, too. So I'll leave really you the instructor. <laughs> are you going to take man. are you going to um, instruct I'm, for him when you guys get out? of No, this no, no. So he is he is way better when it comes to cycling. But I can I can out animal him if that makes sense. Wow. Um, I actually did that to CV in the pool one time. We did a race, um, and it was one lap of a race. <laughs> Look at Mike's face. Literally one lap. And I swear, he says I beat him by this much. I felt like I beat him by a mile. Um, did you? Did a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I, Dave, I I don't see I can't see you being a swimmer. I don't know. Maybe the little legs. It wouldn't I'm get light. much motion. You just light. like I'm light, kid. I'm really light. Mike, talk to me. Uh, give me a prego update on um, on Dana. How's my girl doing over there? So Dana is doing well. We are getting close. The thing that we are dealing with now is trying to plan. But and I talked to some friends, other friends that have uh, pregnancies in the near future, or not pregnancies, births in the near future, Birth. and everyone's trying to plan. But the delays are causing you to plan even more in advance. So there's that anxiousness that's coming into play, but we're dealing with it. She's been great. She's been walking, working from home, really thriving. Um, the thing that we're trying to get better at this week is the food situation because the shopping, which I'll take the blame for because I've been doing the shopping, has been pretty bad. 
I've been just been like frantic when I get in there, and I just like like you say, where you go in and the place is gonna blow up in twenty minutes. That's my mindset. Right. You it's see, like, but I'm already I'm already prepared for this scenario, Mike. I've been it's, doing this for years. I was gonna say you're playing chess. I'm playing checkers. So I go in and I'm like, all right, uh, what are my defaults? Uh, frozen foods, uh, eggs. So we have tons of eggs, frozen foods, random meats that I just grabbed, and then like hot sauces. So it's just it's. <laughs> I feel bad, but we've we've been having a lot of BLTs because <laughs> bacon's available and bread, so it's not great. But but anyway, I'll take the blame, Dane. But uh, she has been good, and she's super pregnant still. So good, man. No, it's it's amazing. There's a, there's a lot going on. We uh, we finished, and the your nursery. guys' nursery looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, man. That, and look, she she can take credit for the. We did a lot of um, you know nude colors, like we said, and we did. Um, you know, a bunch of grays and nudes and creams, but we did that stripe on the wall, which she could definitely take credit for. But look, the crib is in. I had to navigate the guys through the door with the installation. So I'm an architect, like we said, man. Uh, so that piece is good. But sadly, the, the the baby shower has, you know, been canceled. Uh, we're going to try to postpone it one more time. But you know, it's looking like we're not going to be able to have one. I'm sure you guys are, you know, dealing with the same thing. Um, and then as of late, baby girl has been kicking it like crazy. Yeah. And it, you know, at night when we go to sleep, she is just in there kicking, bouncing around. It's almost like she's, she's like, oh, you guys are relaxing. I'm going to turn up now. Uh, so that has been, been interesting to see for sure that that's been happening to you guys. I was going to say how, when you feel the kick, it's yeah. such a weird. I can't imagine like being them and feeling it in your body. Right, that's gonna no, be man. so bizarre. It, and we've been saying it since you know since uh, day one with this. But the the anatomy of a woman's body is it's yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Um, but we we see it from the outside, obviously. And you know it, it's it's even crazier to think that just in like ten weeks we will have you know a baby girl here man it's just it's coming very very quickly uh, and with this whole thing that's going on i want to give a special shout out to mark and naima two of my best friends they actually just had um, a baby girl haley absolutely gorgeous uh, but mark is also a firefighter so he's on the front lines every single day you know marky yeah. um you know he, he's on the front lines every day too man so i just want to shout him out commend the efforts of all the first responders uh, but, you know, that one hits really close to home because one, I can relate because we're having a kid, but I can't relate to having to basically be a hero every single day and report to work during the stuff that's going on. Um, yeah. So it's 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 crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine being on the front lines of all this and hearing all the info and just trying to go in day in and day out. So, yeah, it's right? some special people out there and uh, they're doing a lot of harder things than we are at the moment. Absolutely. And, and that just brings you, you know, to to the gratitude piece and the perspective perspective on everything will always matter. And you'll never, you know, stop hearing that type of stuff. And it's something that I have to even remind myself daily when stuff is really bad in your own life. Somebody always has it worse. Um, so shout out to Mark and Naima and Haley. Welcome to the world. And, you know, that's that. Mike, so I, I thought it'd be important to, you know, bring a little lighthearted activity to, uh, you know, such a such a tough time. 
and I hear that you have been talking about some sort of challenge and I see CV getting excited about the challenge ready. And you want to tell us about that? So the uh, McDonald's Twitter challenge has been going around. And I, back in the day, when I was working in an office setting, if I wanted to procrastinate and not do any work, I would ask three to four people in the office if they could do a food challenge. And from that point on, the day was shot because people would talk about it the whole time. And then we would go and do try to do a challenge. So it's one of my favorite things to talk about. The Twitter McDonald's challenge. I don't even know specifically what it is. I know the picture, but I think I can do it. And I don't know if it's just blind confidence or because I did lose some LBs lately. And when I used to do these competitions, I was 20 to 30 pounds heavier. But I think if I plan for it and like fast for a day before... I can I can crush one. I don't know, but, but what I'm is getting it, excited. Like, tell me, because I saw the picture. But what what is it? Maybe CV can put it into the app. But it's four double quarter pounders. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't Oof. two two medium fries, twenty chicken nuggets. Which I had a double quarter pounder and ten chicken nuggets, and I was starving still. It was like <laughs> didn't even make a dent when we went recently. Um, and medium fries, it's like that's yeah, that's a couple that's bites. Pretty light. The, the, but then I think it's four medium cokes or sodas, Oof. Oof. which I I don't know what the strategy is. But if I did try it, I would do a live stream, and I would do it on the the pod or the No Snooze right. podcast live stream. And I think I would have to strategize and make it like at the end of the day, the night, because I think it would just make me shot the rest of the day. So if I have to For work, sure. I definitely can't. You know, I can't do um, that and go show properties. Listen, man. We'll, we'll do you be think right. you can one, do it? One, one, I think you can do it. Hands you down. You just say that because you like watching. No, I'm telling you, I really think that you can do this. I don't think that my stomach would react the best to this type oh, of challenge. Wow. Yeah, it's a situation. Um, but in, I, I would I would definitely put money on you being able to do it. So if you really are about this life, let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Get the food. I'll pay for it. You show up, we'll live stream it. <laughs> well, I can't, we can't show up, so I would have, you know, because we got the social distancing thing. No, I'll send it your way, dude. It's called Uber yeah. Eats. Oh, Uber um, to my house? <laughs> I actually have to verify what it actually is, and then I got to look at the numbers and see if I yeah. can. But at the worst yeah. case, I've said it all the time, it's good content, so I would love to right. crush it just to be like yeah. I did it. Um, Pat McAfee from Barstool Sports tried it, and he's a big dude. He was an ex-NFL yeah. player, and he yacked. So yeah, I don't know. All right, I mean, it's it's one of. Have you ever done the eating challenge? No. It's one of the worst feelings when you get to that wall. When that wall hits, if you ever watch those TV shows, you're like, "Why not have another chicken nugget?" I did seventy nine, and I could not get the eightieth because every bite was like biting into like a rock, and you're just (laughs) you get. I got shivers. It's crazy. It's not yeah, easy. You've done, you've done a couple of these. I, I and I'm not even good any. at it. I think, I mean, there's so many more people. I just think it's funny because I'm super average to have like an average person do an eating competition. No, I, well, super average at that, but mediocre in other things, right? Yeah, super <laughs> average. <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting because I, I never realized that being mediocre, you said, is less than average. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, that's that's mediocre is like I don't <laughs> even know. It's it's an insult right off the bat because you could just say average is easy to say about someone, but 
But if right. you say they're <laughs> mediocre, you took the time to put them under average. Like, you know what I mean? Listen, you, took, I think you put effort I, into I, the, the nickname. I, I rescind that. You're not mediocre. All right, you're you're slightly above average. So whatever is there a term for that? Slightly above average. Uh, good. <laughs> good. Okay, know. you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. All right. So keep it on this uh, lighthearted, real quick. I would be remiss if I, if I did not mention the documentary that I watched, Tiger King. I know it's like viral right now, and everyone's talking about it, but it is the strangest, most bizarre lifestyle in the world. Uh, very interesting, the dynamic of of what they were able to put together. Um, and then the whole, you know, tiger piece and the big cats and the exotic animals are cool. But that dude, Joe Exotic, man, he's, he's a little different. Halloween costume 2021 or 2020. He, it's crazy to think that those people exist in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> that dude is, well, he's in jail now, not to, spoiler right. alert. Uh, but people that own tigers and run zoos are, like, states away from us. Right. I'm not great geography, so I don't know how many states away, but they're somewhere in, in the U.S. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember when we watched it, I could not get enough of him. Say what you want about him, that he's a terrible person, whatever. But his his blind confidence in everything he did. Did you realize he, he the songs he was singing, he didn't even sing those? He just put it yeah. he just he, he just lip synced them. I thought he sang them the whole time. <laughs> I Dude, said damn like he's, it, I love, these songs are great. It. And then like his his idea <laughs> of the um you know the polygamy and the manipulation that went on. It's just it's just yeah. a wild, intense documentary. Uh you know, so if you got some spare time to be snoozing, that's definitely a snooze moment. Give us your no snooze recommendation, Mike. So I will stick on the YouTube train as I have loved watching my, my I call it burn and learn, where I watch my YouTube shows and info while I'm doing my push-ups. It's a great combo. Um, there is, I've been getting into a, a rabbit hole of suits lately because all my suits, like we talked about previously, have ripped. So I'm trying to figure out my next move with the suits. Would love a sponsor, reach out if someone's interested. And I went into teaching men's fashion. It's this guy who reviews suits and he talks about men's style. I didn't get too far into it, but in one of the episodes, he wears a Tom Ford suit. So I'm like, oh, Tom Ford, Jay-Z, let me research. I really have never really... Do you have his cologne, right? I do, but his stuff is expensive. (laughs) His stuff's very expensive. But the point being, then I went into this tangent of Tom Ford. So I watched, and I added it to our No Snooze Approved section of YouTube. I watched him do makeovers on people. <laughs> They're like two and a half minutes long. They're great. They make you want to be a better person inside and out. Then he has these rules that I also added where he talks about your, like, your self-care, beards, uh, applying moisturizer, all this stuff. And I just, I, I'm a huge fan. And Dana's been telling me for years to do a little stubble, and I've selfishly said no and now all of a sudden i watch some tom ford videos and i'm i'm trying to grow out a little rough patch here but it's uh i think it looks good on you too tom that wasn't very convincing tom ford and (laughs) teaching men's fashion i'll give you two for the price of one nice i like it and then i and then women can take advantage of that too if they want to surprise their um you know their, their man with a little little something 
Yeah, he's he does women's wear too. It's he talks about how he uh, he got into men's fashion, and then when he came back, he started to. And as you can tell, I like fashion, but I'm not very fashion forward. So it was very interesting. Interesting enough that I got into this whole. I don't know if it was maybe the pre workout combo. But what have you been doing lately? What's your recommendation? Tighter shirts? Tighter shirts. <laughs> yeah, this one is a little snug on me right now. Huh? Um, it is. What is that? Is that a large? It's, no, extra large. Yeah, sure. Put me on the spot. You want me to show I would love spot? to. Yeah, come on. Oh, I would love if that said XL. I mean L. It is XL. I can't see. It's not clear. I don't know where the... Is it there? See. See, you don't even have a size. Polo didn't even so. give you a size. Polo didn't give us that. Um, no, so my, mine is a is, is a book, and it's actually going to lead us into a conversation that I really want to discuss a little bit. And the book is called Mindset. I read it last year, The New Psychology of Success. And it's by Carol Dweck, I believe is her last name. Uh, but it's basically the fixed versus growth mindset. And this is interesting now because when we put up Questies, right, and this is actually stemming back probably two, three weeks, I've been saving like the old ones. There was three questions that came in on fixed versus growth mindset. It's a great book. Uh, You should definitely check it out. But what it is, is it's a very powerful book with the idea that there's two types of people in the world. You either have a fixed mindset or you're a growth uh, mindset individual. And if you're fixed, you basically believe that, you know, the things in your life are, you know, fixed with room for for growth. uh, But your thoughts are very one one sided. Um, You don't have the ability to maybe be as creative as one with a growth mindset. I already know, you know, your mindset for sure. But the book dives into like certain organizations, certain um, corporations, and the author like really does a good job at explaining how we all have both sides of of this, um, I guess, phenomenon it is. And it's used in education these days. It's used in business. I read it for, you know, management, uh, for my management style and, and applying it to to staff. Uh, but also it just changed my thoughts, you know, so much. So it's a topic I definitely want to discuss with you. Um, just in terms of what I said as a fixed individual versus a growth minded individual, what do you think you are? Well, I'm laughing because I'm definitely a growth mindset person because, and I can give a specific example. Um, I look at something, I'm like, if I have enough time, I can figure out how to do that. And I don't know if I've mentioned this in a past episode, but when I told Dana, I was going to build our dining table. Did I ever tell that story? Yeah, don't tell it again because you told yeah. it four times on this podcast. <laughs> so, so that's one example. But um, even with the food, eating, you know, the eating challenges, I'm like, I think there's a way that I could figure out how to do that. I just would have to train for it. Although I think with singing, and I was trying to research this, I think for me, there's obviously limitations for some people for certain voice and height requirements for stuff um but i think if you spend enough time on anything you could do it now i don't know if you could do it as the elite one percent in the world but you could definitely do it at a high level you know but that i i kind of take that into all my areas of life but 
sometimes you only have so much energy to put into becoming growth in certain areas and the other areas lag behind like diet for example right now because i'm trying to keep the other areas growing does that make sense but yeah no no for sure so i'm assuming you consider yourself growth as well yeah but for for you i see you as growth you know 100 percent, and same same with myself but after you read this book you will realize and this is something that's studied in depth it's called the false growth mindset so everybody in the world no and i'm talking about this for for us are you talking about me no 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 i'm included in this but everybody in the world has this false growth mindset. One, we know it's the right answer. So everybody's like, yeah, yeah, I'm super growth, super growth. But false growth mindset really happens when the adversity hits, right? So you're talking about a no snooze podcast, our whole, um, you know, we welcome the adversity, we welcome the challenge. When you are putting yourself in such an uncomfortable situation, that is when the false growth usually comes out. And it's so true because I mean, Wait, what's at, false growth? False growth is believing that you're, you know, you're you're so growth minded until you get smacked in the face with something that you can't handle, and then yeah. you become fixed. The truth is, we're never a hundred percent of either, right? Just like yeah. you were saying, uh, you gave a really good example of it. Um, but you know, our wives, both of them are similar, and I would actually gear them more towards, you know growth mindsets, but with fixed limitations at times, because they're not willing to take the same risk. And not that fixed is a bad thing. <laughs> you're making a face. No, but like, well, I'm, I realize you're getting us in trouble when you generalize. No, 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 no. But like, they've both said before that they're very much in They're They're comfortable with, you know, this just being a a regular podcast for us, where it's like we want to take this thing to the next level. Anything we get our in, our hands on, we want to continue to elevate, right? A lot of people would yeah. say like where we are in our careers, like you know, you're you're making a good salary. You guys are good, like it's comfortable. It's never enough, and not that that's the good way of things, right? Yeah. Um, but you but could do a combination of the two. Like you could have a fixed mindset as far as principles, right? Yes. In theory, like right. you could have so fixed, not too fixed, but. Right. But General the, outlines. The, the strategy to this whole thing, and it's something that I'm like very mindful of throughout this whole process. And, and a very easy example is to look at somebody who has like a really phenomenal work ethic at work and then they can't get into their own, you know, fitness routine. They can't diet. Well, they just can't do it. Right. That is you being a growth individual in certain aspects of your life, but being limited. So now it's identifying the limiting factors in terms of that fixed mindset and being as growth oriented as possible. Uh, So it's just, it's just an interesting thing because I I agree, like in terms of the singing, I, I don't know what now at this point in my life, if I could become an elite singer, I just, I just don't, you know, I'm I'm very stuck in, in my, my ways on my thoughts of singing. Like, I don't think it's something that I can start now to ever be as good as somebody who's a singer. my argument is if you get the best people in the world to train you, they'll yeah. get you to your best possible singing voice. I don't know how much better it'll be, but I think about the fact that it's it's a matter of energy. Like you could be good at a lot of things, but what do you have the time to be good at and how committed are you to it? 
you know? So like a passion energy combo. There's only so many things you can dive into. Like I want to learn Italian, but I haven't had enough passion or energy towards it to get it to the point where I, where my other stuff is, you know? So I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to crack that yet, but yeah, no, for sure. Nobody does. And I think it's a constant evolution of trying to develop yourself um, and, and constantly evolve into something greater. But it's a great time right now to be talking about this conversation. And now happens to be a great time to just go read that book because of what's going on in the world. We were so growth, uh, and I'm saying us in quotes because we're, I'm talking about like society. We were so growth oriented just a couple weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. Oh, in December. Wow, 2020 is going to be a new year, this and that, new me, blah, blah, blah. This pandemic hits. Now we're all fixed, right? It, it creates a different norm for you, which throws you off completely. Uh, so it's just a really good, good perspective thing right now. And I wanted to pick your, you know, your thoughts on it because um, I certainly can can relate to to you as an individual. So I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, and p- not to keep dragging on, but the whole situation we're in now, I've taken the chance to pivot and be more focused on working on my business versus in my business. So I am doing day-to-day things for deals, but I'm also looking at my uh, processes as far as, uh, like we talked about last episode, but the virtual walkthrough video, I probably wouldn't have incorporated that for another couple of years, if that. Now you're forced to do it, and if you embrace that, then you push forward farther than your competition because a lot of the competition is a fixed mindset, like you're saying. So when you come out of this, you're gonna have all these other tools and also show people while they're, you might not close any deals from doing it, but you're going to show yourself to the potential market and future clients that you're taking things in stride and still working on their behalf. So it's time and priorities and other situations kind of gear you towards where you're gonna grow. Beautiful. All right, this will take us into Questies. And Jamie T wrote in, and this is so awesome, guys. We really appreciate you, um, whether you're emailing us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or just, you know, sliding in the DM on Instagram, wherever you can find us. Um, it, it really, you know, brings brings a, a unique piece to our episodes because everyone's questions are different. It gears the conversations in, in multiple ways. So thank you for, for sending those in. Mike, so Jamie T wrote in. Sorry, I got to read this here. I've been in the food industry for eight years and have moved up the ladder pretty quickly. I now manage a staff of seven full-time employees with my catering business, and they have all been with me for five years plus. I was forced to furlough the entire staff due to the coronavirus, and it has been terrible for me. How do I keep my personal feelings separate from your decision-making? And I just happened to reply back and ask her where she was from. Um, and she is in Illinois, which was pretty cool. Mm, home of the deep dish. Well, oh, not yes. Illinois, but Chicago. Uh, am I taking this first? Yeah, I mean, we could, we could both go. But yeah, if you want to jump in, it's really, you know, how do you keep your personal feelings separate from your decision-making in a situation like that? So... I think my answer to that would be communication. You can communicate your feelings towards them and appreciate all their efforts and hard work. And let me preface this by saying I don't manage a lot of people, but I do manage clients. And I talk to clients in, on pretty tough topics and have to give them tough conversations. Uh, but communicate to them why you're doing something 
and explain the facts. And if you have good reason, for example, you will go out of business and they won't have a job anyway. Um, and I'm trying to furlough you so that when we get out of this, we may still be in business and I can hire you back. So explaining why you're doing something um, and the potential f- plan or future that it o- potentially opens up to communicate to them uh, why this tough situation they have to do. That would be my, I don't know. I think over-communication uh, always helps. That's a great point, Mike. And yeah, just to be clear on the whole furlough thing, like if people don't know what that is, they basically have a job when things return back to normal. So it's much different than a layoff. Uh, Major corporations like Macy's is doing that right now. Um, You know, they choose to do this versus firing the entire staff because it's still, you know, some sort of positive thing. I put myself in Jamie's shoes. And if this was the case, the last, like the, the real question is keeping my personal feelings separate from your decision-making. So I echo you, Mike, when you say communicate, but you don't have to separate it in this time, right? Yeah. You, you showing compassion, um, you being able to understand that this situation is only happening because it's an uncontrollable, like we always talk about. This is something that was not foreseen. I don't think anybody in the world right now who's going through this can be mad at you or, you know, or, or feel some type of way about it. Yeah, it just flat out sucks. But in a, in a situation like this, when you're managing people, you pull them in and you have that conversation and you show your feelings uh, because I'm sure, you know, Jamie's getting hit with this too. Like this can't just be like, oh, I'm going to lay off my employees so I can keep my astronomical salary. Uh, if it's a catering business, I'm sure catering is not doing the same numbers that it was doing. Uh, so, I, you know, my, my advice there would be combine the two in this situation when usually it's something to separate. Um, now it's something to communicate uh, and, and full on disclose exactly what's going on. Uh, so we definitely wish you the best there. That's tough. The one other thing I want to add is that I know that's your current situation. But what I've seen in posts and local uh, businesses is that they're trying to repurpose their workers. So even though they have to furlough them. They try to give them other means and avenues to help the business in the short term. So they've been converting people to drivers to deliver food and, you know, home meals. So maybe something you can consider is doing something like that. And I saw a post where they said, you know, we had to furlough employees. They are now doing delivery for the company. We can't afford to pay the delivery people. But if you could please tip them generously and keep us in business, that would be great. Like a a letter to everyone. Um, wow. I thought that was really smart. That it, is really it, smart. It uses the masses and not saying that it's going to work, but it gives you a chance and at least maybe puts a little money in people's pockets. I know everyone is trying to cut back on expenses all across the board. So, mm-hmm. But Great I saw it, thought that was All right, Mike, the next one. Let me finish this before you ask who it's from. I've been with my girlfriend for three years now. She has always matched my energy. But lately, now that we're home, I'm getting tired of being around her daily. The apartment is a bit messier than usual. She's not working out with me and complaining and the complaining doesn't stop. Please don't mention my name here as I'm only seeking advice and don't want her to feel bad. Thanks. <laughs> but why? Jesus Christ. Can, can you relax? Can you relax? Can relax? <laughs> we're taking relationship questions. <laughs> um yeah, so my 
my you want me to take it first? Yeah, I, I have thoughts, but I I'll take, take it with first. a grain of salt. But it's Go a ahead. little right, right. And again, we're not we're we're not ever claiming to be experts here, Mike. But if people are asking us questions and now my, my answer I think is a little cold. Um oh, but I gotta I, I gotta spit it the way I feel it. So stop allowing her to dictate your energy in the relationship right now. And have we ever stopped to think about that maybe she's more thrown off by this whole pandemic than you are, right? So my advice would be to be a man, step up and try to do things that you haven't done before to take your relationship to the next level. I'll give you a perfect example because this is something that I'm working on all the time. I was actually sitting on the couch watching TV and I almost said to my pregnant wife and I had to stop myself because I looked in the corner and I saw a dust bunny, right? But instead of making a slick, sly comment like I usually would do, I took the perspective of, to the perspective of, wow, you know what? She's pregnant right now. Don't you dare go there even though you want to. Don't say S-H-I-T about the dust bunny. I went downstairs, I took the vacuum and I did it myself. Right. And this is going to be something when she hears it, she's going to laugh because we always talk about these little dust bunnies and they always come up from nowhere. But you saying dust bunny makes me laugh. I don't know why. The way you say dust bunny. How dare it be in my house? (laughs) But it's like, stop that. Change, change the thought process. Like be there for your woman right now. She obviously needs you uh, because if you're saying that, you know, things were great and now you're just sick and tired of her daily, everyone gets sick and tired of everyone, dude. Like any marriage you ever, you know, get into any relationship you get into at some point, you're going to get sick of one another. And now you happen to be in the same household, create some space though. Like my wife works upstairs, I'm downstairs. Right. We have lunch together. Then we split up again. Uh, So I get it. I understand that fully. But like, where is the responsibility and the action on yourself? And stop looking at your girl to hopefully change her perspective. Give her some confidence that she needs right now and be there for her and stop complaining about her complaining. That sounded cold. Uh, No, that was good. I I, this is a tough one. Uh, Ditto. (laughs) Yeah, I would hit you with a ditto. But communication again have a conversation also you gotta look at yourself and say if i'm annoyed daily is it rooted because of this or is it been a long time coming and i'm just too lazy to make the move there's a lot of underlying questions um but yeah i would just have a conversation see what's going on and then to your point lead by example you know if you want the house clean just start cleaning and then eventually they'll get the hint and if they don't they don't and at least you have the house cleaned Right. Uh, no, that's that makes sense, Mike. And, you know, I, I always say this. Um, it's it's a personal mantra of mine. But if you want different, you have to move different. So if you are still in love with your girl and you choose to you know, still be in this situation and you want the relationship to change, you have to start doing things that are going to create change within the relationship. Now, if the love yeah. isn't there anymore, then that's completely different. Yeah, it's different. Um, but the same thing in business, in your business relationships, right? Your work relationships and, and your colleagues, your partners, whatever it is, if you want them to respond differently to you, we have to start taking the action to hopefully inspire them and show them that, wow, you know what? I should be changing not only for myself, but because you know this as a whole is what we want to do. Uh, yeah. So that's that's my spiel on it. 
All right, Mike. This one, I think, is a personal shot because this came in from Clay. I actually used to work with Clay. <laughs> but says, why do you continue to wake up so early if you're working from home? It's a good one. So two things. I'm going to look into the camera when I say this. One, don't judge me. Join me. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, but the thought process for me, right, then again, for me, has always been if I challenge myself in the first part of my day, right, and I'm active, usually if I create some sort of, you know, um, I guess if I, if, I, if I put myself through a hard workout physically, the rest of my day just looks so much easier. So I'm not fighting any, mo I'm not fighting, you know, a way to get into positive momentum. I'm establishing it early. So just because I'm staying home doesn't mean that I don't have to be on my laptop by 8.30 in the morning, you know? So that routine doesn't change. What about for you, Mike? Yeah, I think the routine, I think the routine uh, is key. Like you said, the, it works for me now um, so that, I get into my time to be able to work on no snooze stuff, to do my push-ups, to walk the dog. When I slept in and I slept through my alarm the day I texted you guys, Petey woke me up. My whole day, I felt a little discombobulated because I was playing catch-up. I didn't get my morning stuff done and get it kicked off on the right foot. Um, but that being said, if you're not a morning person and you prefer to do different times of the day, just make sure that you're you're getting all the juice out of your day you can. For us, we have wives. We have other commitments. We have jobs that usually start around 9 or whenever. So for us, it makes sense to gain some time in the morning. Whereas for someone else, if they're starting at 4 in the afternoon, maybe you don't have to do that. Uh, we're just trying to create more time and more progress. Right. Progress over perfection is key, right, Mike? Yes. Uh, what was the quote from yesterday? 100% done is better than 100% perfect? Something like that. All right. Yeah, you, you might be your, my your mantra. Quote, your quotes are, are fire, by the way. People are loving it. Um, nice and, and brief. We, See how they're brief? Because they if you brief. go too long, people just right. people's attention spans are terrible. Yep. But then you also started to incorporate the green, right? The green color, it means what? Greenwich. Buy a house for me if you move to Greenwich. No. <laughs> green is uh, positive. Uh, we were using red, and we do like the color scheme, but... You know, the red on the Dow, stop signs, there's a lot of things that it correlates to. So we were thinking for our brand, we want people that are going to go to be positive, to be green. Right. Good stuff. All right, Mike, we got some good feedback on this section last week, uh, so we'll stick with it. And I think it is, would you rather, but your title was... Uh, snooze on it. Just... To snooze or not to snooze? To that snooze or not to snooze. Okay, that is the question. Would you rather win $50,000 or your best friend win $500,000? Best friend, because then I just get 50K from him or her. Right, you hope. You no, hope. absolutely. I would. I'd be like, right, listen, I was given a choice to get 50000 to myself. Instead... I got four hundred thousand for you, and a hundred thousand's coming to me. You wouldn't agree I to that? No, I think that's the way to go. And if I'm, I mean, if your best friend, I would, happens, I'd probably take a less of a. Happen. It depends who it is. I got a lot right, of good best friends. Right, 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 right. But you like know, Frank, if 
He doesn't need it. <laughs> he doesn't need it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's the way to go. Is if it really is your best friend, I think I would choose five hundred thousand dollars for them in hopes that we could like invest or you could break me off yeah. a little bit. But fifty thousand dollars out of a five hundred thousand dollar pot, that's a big chunk right there. Is it getting taxed? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It just this is this is a section. It's <laughs> a good All right, question. This this one is good. <laughs> would you rather have seven toes or seven <laughs> fingers? Fingers for sure. Fingers for sure. No, toes? I would what rather. What are your toes for? <laughs> I would rather have seven toes. For what? Because what, I what, can hide them, dude. What do you mean hide them? If you have seven fingers, I'm getting famous, dude. Mike, first. <laughs> The you get seven time. fingers? <laughs> the you last know what you can time. do with seven fingers? Okay, the last time we put up with debate, I won that debate, right? Yeah, uh, the people well, spoke. I think people, people are spoke. afraid to not agree to agree with, <laughs> no. not agree with you. Dude, That's what my I think thought, I cannot I'm more, believe. I, I'm okay, I need you to put this on Instagram because I cannot believe that more than 30% of the people would want seven fingers versus seven toes. You can hide the seven fingers. I mean, the seven toes, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly, CV. Oh, that's not. Um, um, how many? First off, a couple questions. Fingers and toes, right? Which toes would be my questions? I know you don't know the answers. And which fingers? Because if you have two extra thumbs, too, dude, I would how be are you cruising, gonna shake, cruising. How are you going to shake work. somebody's hand? No offense to anybody who has seven fingers. You're perfect out there. But you know, you sh- you know, how you shake someone's hand. You say, "Hi, how you doing? I'm Mike Prelly. I have seven fingers, and I will get things done faster for you." Buy a house. <laughs> They'll never forget you. No, yeah. I'm really curious because my thought process there it was completely different than yours, dude. I am having you seven toes, <laughs> even though I'm a toe guy. I I would definitely hide those things if I had seven of them, me personally. So I would yeah. choose having seven toes. But you're looking at it as a negative. I'm looking at it as a benefit. Growth mindset. You're, growth mindset, baby. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, though, no, I would – seven fingers that. would be awesome. Uh, if they're functional, the amount – how many – you have five, right? Two plus two on each hand? Okay, well, plus two on each hand. Think about the increase in efficiency. That's I guess, like a I guess, 30% jump. I guess you're still more growth um, oriented than I am because I am hiding my toes 100%. Dude, when you're lifting, you're going to have so much area. <laughs> my, that pull-ups, my pull-ups are so much easier. Dude, your pull-ups <laughs> would be so good if you had seven fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, seven fingers. This brings us into Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Everyone here has the sense that right now is one of those moments when we are influencing the future. And that is from Steve Jobs, Uh, but it's a good time to incorporate something like that because I think not only the technological advancements that we're gonna have moving forward after this pandemic uh, are gonna be tremendous, as Mike Pirelli would say, uh, but just in life in general. You know, if you're here right now, it's for a reason and we're only moving forward. Yeah, that's good. That was a good one. So this week on Miguelito's Mantras, I'm going to do it. Ito, Ito, There you go. I'm going to do it short and sweet, just like myself. Uh, one day or day one. I posted this as a morning message one day, but it really stuck with me. It's 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 deep. It's deep and it's short. I love it. And it, it's something, I mean, not, not to say, but I, I wake up with that mindset. Are we going to start on Monday? Or are we going to start today if it's Thursday? No, you, your mindset is 
one Oreo or a bag of Oreos? It's a growth mindset. Yeah. I can't be fixed in my ways. I can't have one Oreo every time. I got to switch it up. Uh, so this will take us to our final section. Heat on the feet. I don't know if I'm repeating it. <laughs> oh, God. I, dude, I don't have any access to everything. PD's biting all my socks. This is going to be on the, the regular recording. Oh, Can no, we don't. We the know. lobsters? The lobsters. Uh, fun fact, one of my favorite foods is, uh, well, not foods, meals is surf and turf. Love lobster. If you don't lobster. like lobster, no, you're suspect. Lobster, lobster's good, but I got to dip it in a little butter. A little butter. All the butter. butter. But the best about surf and turf is when you have the the steak and the lobster, and you dip the steak in the butter. Ooh. Ooh. It's healthy. Now, now I'm hungry, baby. All right, guys. That's Epi 16 in the books. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. My man. Woo! I got pants on, too. I flexed last time, so I'll flex this way. Keep supporting, baby! That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.